and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does somebody shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. Moving off the predictions, I think we can basically say that we 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 both had some 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 hits in like some of the individual stuff. Mm-hmm. We both took pretty big L's on like the big picture, how we thought the team was gonna do on the season type of stuff. Yeah. I was at the exit interviews on Sunday. You were not, but you also you still had thoughts. Blazerbanter.substack.com. You don't write very often, but when you do, it's usually a hitter, and I thought that what you did in the aftermath of that was and so i'll give kind of my thoughts as somebody who was there and as somebody who's been on you know around the team day to day the entire season but i'm interested in just kind of your big takeaways of you know the exit interviews and just kind of where the team is going to go from here what you want to see happen in the off season and just kind of all that stuff well i mean i guess i'll start with some of the positives like obviously shaden was was is a positive i think the way he played was great and i think gives you some hope that he can move into the starting lineup as the, as the starting two guard and gives you the option to shop Anthony Simons, you know, because while Simons is good and a very, he's a good player starting caliber. We both said he improved, even if maybe he didn't improve as much as we had hoped this season, mm-hmm. he's still very good at a highly valuable skill in the NBA in that he can create his own three point shot and hit them at a very, very high rate for the, across the league. And so I think that gives you options. If it, you know, I think that gives you an attractive asset to, to trade someone. And, and so I think that I, I, but you know, that wasn't really mostly about what my column was. It was kind of also about just like in general, like I just think, there needs to be like a, a moment where the this team like just they're either going to have to be serious about winning or they're going to not uh ser- like like uh, serious about winning right now or they or they're not going to be and i think i think they talk the talk that they want to be serious i think with dame in my opinion he's earned the right to have them try and I don't really agree that like just going for a full process thing is going to really work out. Uh, I think you only come across guys like Dame once every once in a while and you need to maximize your opportunity while you have guys like him. And I think, you know, shade and playing well opens that up to trade ant and to do stuff. But I, I think I still have a lot of questions about like where this team is headed what who they're targeting what kind of players they want and also how they want to play because and how chauncey billups wants to play and i think he's i think you know he's still in his second season he probably is still figuring himself out but this is not figure yourself out time anymore unfortunately it's this is time for dame to like this is time for them to take a step forward and take a shot with dame and and i think Chauncey is eager to show that he can coach a veteran team, but 
you know, he had a veteran team to start last year, flawed as they were, and they weren't good. And so, and, 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 it, and it didn't click and things didn't go that well. And so I'm just a little skeptical um, and on just like, yeah, I think they should get some vets. And I think everyone says the same thing, but I am also just kind of skeptical that like just getting vets is going to be, is just going to fix everything. Like, I want, like, I think they need a, a more sophisticated offensive approach. I think they need to try and play to Dame's strengths offensively a little bit more, which, you know, I, and, and I think they just have, they had a lot of meat left on the bone for this season that I think, um, yeah, it's great that they got the 10.5% chance for Wembenyama, but like, they only did that because they, didn't play well and i mean they didn't they didn't even come close to hitting their over under i mean it's just like they did not play up to expectations and like at some point that fall that that accountability has to fall somewhere mm-hmm. and i and i think uh it definitely falls on the front office and it falls on the coaching staff and chauncey i think it falls on, on them as well like I, I just think that we've seen dane be so successful without them that when they're not successful with him you start to wonder what the heck's going on yeah, and to his credit, I think Joe, you know, did a good job of admitting that and acknowledging that. He was asked during his exit interview about, you know, his assessment of Chauncey, and he said, like, I didn't do a very good job of giving Chauncey the kind of roster that he needs to succeed. And I think, you know, the point that he was making there was at the beginning of the season when they had all their guys and their rotation was Dame, Ant, Josh, Jeremy Nurk and then you had like Justice you and you know you had guys off the bench who were NBA players and then once a couple of those guys got hurt Justice got hurt uh Nurk was in and out of the lineup Dame had the calf thing at that point you didn't have other vets that you could plug in and they'd at least be able to get you through because like suddenly like oh Keon Johnson has to play you know a lot of minutes and he's not ready or Trenton Watford who at by by the end of the year I think proved that he you know is going to be a rotation player next season even when the team is hopefully a lot better than they were this year. But at the beginning of the season, he was still figuring some stuff out too. And Joe was very honest about like, yeah, we, I leaned a little bit too hard into the, we're going to take swings on guys with upside and try to develop players. And then it, and it came at the expense of when you have any injuries, which, you know, in retrospect, they should have, uh, you know, anticipated this, that no team is going to be a hundred percent healthy the whole year, every like, and this is kind of why I don't really have a lot of patience for, when they try to say, oh, well, you know, you know, we had all these injuries to these guys. Every team dealt with injuries. Like that, yeah, every I mean, team always yeah, deals with injuries. Yeah, I mean, every day on national talk shows is about this guy, this so-and-so missing a game. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's par for the course. And, and it's going to continue to be that way as guys come into the league with chronic injuries. Like, yeah. from, from playing careers of AAU basketball, like when they were teenagers. So, it's just going to happen. And so, like, you've got to deal with it. And yeah. And I think also, too, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think this, I think the front office, too, I mean, I'm glad Joe admits it, but, like, I think they did maybe a little bit of the same thing with the coaching staff, where it's like, everything is player development. Everything is player development. Like, it's just like, you do need, like, the coaches on the Terry Stotts teams, like they did player development and they watched film and they came up the game plan and they scouted. Like, it's like, I, I do think that there is like, there needs to be like, and, and, and more so also too, when like, you know, Chauncey admittedly is trying to find his, his himself as a coach. I just think 
having some some more experience there would help and 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 maybe some more strategic experience um mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know and, and i'm not saying that player development is not important because we saw like like you said watford i mean like scott he works with scott brooks and and one of and his three-point shooting improved a great deal because he was working on that with scott brooks and like that's something that helps but like i i do think that there's there needs to be a discussion and and, and like it personally i just think that that needs to be evaluated just i think the coaching staff needs to be evaluated and the coach needs to be evaluated just like the players and i think um i and i know and i i, I know that might seem harsh but it's just like i i just think that that after two seasons and really not like, like we're seeing individual improvement. We still haven't seen improvement as a group that, you know, when is that going to come? Because that's also part of this. It's not just, you know, raising the stock of individual players. It's, it's, it's how does this team come together and win? And, and, and I don't know that they've gotten that they're there yet as an organization. And that, and, I, and, and that's kind of what, that was kind of the point of my blazer banter, sure. like column. I think that there were going to be some staffing changes this uh, summer. I don't know who they're going to be or who they might look at to replace someone. I know there was a report, uh, my guy Jake Fisher, who's at Yahoo now, I work with him at Bleacher Report. He is pretty plugged in when it comes to like this sort of like staffing, you know, movement, that kind of stuff. A couple, like, like, like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, he had like a coaching notebook and he connected Scott Brooks, who is Chauncey's lead assistant as of right now to Houston. It doesn't sound like just based on like the reports that we've seen of candidates that he, that Scott Brooks is really going to be a candidate for the head coaching job because you know, some names have come up there. Like, you know, Nick nurse, if Toronto moves on from him or, uh, Ime Udoka or Kenny Atkinson. Like there, there have been names that like Woj and Shams have could have. Like it seems like those are like the real candidates. But the the thing that Jake pointed out is, you know, given that everybody kind of is working under the assumption that there's a good chance that James Harden goes back to Houston this offseason as a free agent from Philly, that Scott Brooks coached James Harden back in the day in Oklahoma City and they still have a relationship and that Scott Brooks is somebody that Harden would want to be part of the staff. So even if, like, let's say they hire, I don't know, Kenny Atkinson or Ime Udoka or one of these, Adrian Griffin, one of these guys that is, like, rumored to actually be a candidate for the head coaching job who's maybe a little bit of a bigger swing and a bigger name than Scott Brooks, but I could see Scott Brooks going there maybe as a lead assistant if Harden is really pushing for him and he ends up going there. Well, and Scott that, Brooks. Scott Brooks also played for the Houston Rockets. Right. Won some champion. Was on a couple championship mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like. There's also that connection there sure. as well. So I think, I think that they could play up. Right. Uh, for for that angle. Right. I think that like that's that's a possibility. And the guy that uh, that Danny or Danny Morang, our our good buddy, friend of the program, has been kind of floating on his various programs as like a possible guy to bring in as a new lead assistant who maybe brings a little bit more of that like tangible like you know we'll get results out of this than the scott brooks idea is somebody like dave yeager who you know depending on what happens in philly like that whole situation might be up in the air like if they don't make the conference finals like doc rivers might get fired and so there might be some movement there so like dave yeager is somebody that 
they could bring in, and that's a guy that, you know, with a proven track record of getting a lot out of teams that maybe aren't as talented when he was a head coach both in Memphis and in Sacramento. Like, in Sacramento, when he was the head coach in Sacramento, I know he had, like, a personality that rubbed some people the wrong way, but that last Kings team before he got fired was the best Kings team of the 16 years where they didn't make the playoffs. So, like, you know, Jaeger is somebody that would be, you know, worth looking at. Like, there are guys... When he he coached Memphis, too, like, I remember, like, back to my point a little bit about, like, the lack of offensive creativity. Like, when he took over the Memphis job, like, they started doing some more things and, like, kind of using Mark Gasol's passing as more of, like, a weapon and and, and just doing more creative things. And I I just think that, like... And I just think that... I, I think that the Blazers could use some of that. I just, th- I just think that, like I said, I thought, I thought they left a lot, left a lot of meat on the bone yeah. as far as the offense. Yes. And I don't, I don't think Joe's dumb. I think Joe knows all of this stuff. I think that, I think he sees the same stuff that we all see. I think Chauncey sees it. I think when Joe talked about, when they all talked about, like, we need to get more vets. I think like, you know, the headline of that was, yeah, they're talking about players and like, it's not good that Dame is the only over 30 guy on this team. And you're not going to really have a lot of teams that are serious contenders where you don't have any veterans. But I think, especially with Chauncey's inexperience as a head coach, I think you do have to get more experience on the staff. And really Roy Rogers, who's kind of their defensive specialist, you know, guy on the bench is the only guy that you can really point to and say, this is a guy with a long, long, long track record. And then, by the way, this is not an indictment of any of the individual guys on the existing coaching staff. Steve Hetzel is a guy, he coached the Summer League team last year, and he's a guy that I've universally heard nothing but great things about from players, and he's very valuable there. Uh, Jonah Herscu, who they just hired from uh, Sacramento before the season, is somebody that I've heard good things about. Even, honestly, even... You know, if you want to point to, you know, the guy that probably is going to get the most scrutiny if you're looking down the bench, but Chauncey Billups' brother, Rodney. Like, as much as you want to say, like, okay, what is Chauncey Billups' brother doing on the staff? I've only ever heard that Rodney puts in the work and players like him, and he, like, I've, I have not heard anything negative about, about his contributions to the staff. But, you know, there is also, like, is there is an element, and there is something to the idea that, yeah, like, when you have a coach who's only been a head coach for two years and his only experience before that was one year as an assistant coach with the Clippers, you do need more experience on the staff. And I think that is something that they're going to look at and something that they should look at. I mean, you know, you look at it seem like Sacramento. Uh-huh. They've got Mike Brown, who's been a coach for a long time. His assistant, his lead assistant is Jay Triano, who's been, an, who's been a coach in the NBA for like 20 years. Yeah. Like this is more of like the stuff or like, or like look at the Warriors the past couple of years when they had Mike Brown, Kenny Atkinson and Steve Kerr and uh, Alvin Gentry was in that job before. Yeah. 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 Like I'm just saying that like, I don't, I don't doubt that those guys work really hard. I just know that other teams that are trying to get to where Dame wants to go. Mm Mm-hmm have a lot more experience on the bench. And that is more my point. Like is just that that that's sure. and it's not it's not anything against that. It's against them. It's it's for experience is really where I'm getting at. I will also say that when it comes to the people on the staff 
and even maybe some of the players kind of at the end of the roster where it's more of a developmental focus. Uh, it might not even be a question of letting some of those folks go as much as, you know, something Joe was asked about, and I don't want to spend too much time on this until there's more, you know, out there about it, but something Joe was asked about at his exit interview is what the status is of the Blazers getting a G League team. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we're going to see something about soon. I, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't know enough solidly to say more than that, but I think that's something that before the start of next season, we're going to see the Blazers having a G League team. And then maybe that's something where like, maybe Rodney Billups like moves on to the G League staff and it like gets, you know, gets to do that and do more of the player development stuff. And then the actual NBA team can, you know, focus on hiring more, more experienced assistants because they're focused on winning now. Like that, that's, that's a way that I could see that situation kind of resolving itself. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Well, like, and also it's like, like, I'm going to be honest. Like I know Jody has the money to pay assistant coaches. And by the way, they have more money than most ownership groups. Yeah. Like they have gotten away with saying, with not having to pay the luxury tax, even though they are, in the probably the top six richest uh-huh. owners in this league, like at some point, like they've got to also like, even, you know, maybe they're going to sell and who knows, maybe they uh-huh. will, but like, if they're not going to, then they've got to, they've got to play the game a little bit. It's like, or at least I would like them to play the game a little bit or, and, and I think Dane would like them to, or at, at some point, if you know, the, un, the, the, un, the, the conversation that nobody wants to have is going to have to happen because if they don't actually start, this is back to like, they have to be serious people about this. And and I, and I just don't, and I'm waiting to see that. And I think part of that is ownership for sure. I will say this. I have, I'll 